The following is intended for mature audiences only. Discretion is advised. Hi, besties. It's Yamini Nabimadam. Thanks so much for listening to Pillow Fight. If you're new here, every week we play a couple of rounds of Mary Kale and Would You Rather based on recent headlines and finish off the episode with some good old-fashioned truth or dare. If you like the show, give us a little like wherever you're listening. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave a review. We want to hear all about your favorite moments from the episode. If you prefer watching the show, check it out on Big Comedy Network's YouTube channel. This week, I'm joined by Morgan J. Morgan's a musician and comedian based in Los Angeles. You can watch him on Wild Now, Comedy Central, all over Instagram and TikTok. By the time you're hearing this, his brand new special will be out on YouTube, so go give it a watch. Let's get into the episode. Pillow fight, pillow fight. Is yours made of goose? Ooh, we got feathers flying everywhere. Mine's made of goose. Pillow fight, pillow fight. This is so fun. We're pillow fighting. Why is it so fun? Is that you in the background? The cardboard cut out? That's what I wear in the special because when we were actually filming, I couldn't take photos with any like fans who bought tickets to the recording. So we just had that in the lobby so people could take photos with me. But now I have it. I couldn't get rid of it, you know? Yeah. Is it your size? Like, is it exactly? It is my size. Do you want to see? Check this out. <laughs> It's only just like slightly smaller, but I think that's just because when they when they print it, that's what happens. He yeah. adds a few inches to his dating app profile. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he wears lifts, you know. Well, there's no shame in that. He's uh, he's got pictures with lots of hot girls, I'm sure. Yes. To put on that profile too. And then that's also a photo of me too over there. And then behind the cutout of me is a, a nude charcoal of me. That's amazing. The charcoal is covered by by your cutout. Exactly. We can't have the... It's tasteful. It's tastefully, <laughs> it's tasteful. it's tastefully covered up. Yeah. You know that picture that like every guy had in high school of like the one time his dad took him to a basketball game or something like that. And it's like all the cheerleaders and it's like a, a mm. 13 year old boy like with a shading grin on his face. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't have that experience, but I do know what you're talking about because I'm pretty sure I went to a bar mitzvah too where I saw a photo of like of of that, like a photo like that. Or even at the bar mitzvah. I'm not Jewish, but I, I went like uh, long yeah. story. I did the bar mitzvah circuit too. Yeah, and you just yeah. sort of see that and like there's like a pretty girl, you know what I mean? Like they get a photo with some bosomy mm-hmm. older woman or it's like, like a Facebook cover times. photo for months. Yes. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Renaissance fairs. There's all kind of events to do that at, but I feel like so many guys got that photo and it was just a Facebook cover photo for years. I was going to say, even if it's like prom or homecoming, you know, the dad be like, all right, ladies, let's get a photo <laughs> with my boy. All exactly. The ladies, circle, you know, Michael. But I feel like your cardboard cutout has pictures with like pictures like that with hot girls everywhere yeah. circulating the internet. Well, you know, I do be torn, so I do be getting photos. You know, it's really funny now that I'm torn. Look, I don't, I'm not like selling tickets like Matt Reif is, but I'm selling tickets, and I will have, and I get a lot of, a lot of women come to my shows, and and they also bring their boyfriends. I do, but like, 
when it comes to the end of the show and they want to take a photo, usually the, the girl's like, tells her boyfriend, like, get the fuck out of the photo. <laughs> Let me take a photo with this dude. It's very funny. It's very fun. Like, you want a photo with him, right? Yeah. I mean, also, if you bring your boyfriend to a show and you're not sure that he's going to be around forever and you're a fan of the person, I don't think you want to, like, remember you're meeting that person with that You know, partner. when I graduated college, I had a girlfriend at the time and my mom would made sure that I got some photos alone without my college girlfriend. Yeah, and she had the vision, the right vision in mind. She knew. Yeah. She knew. She knew what was up, you know? That's the mom version of getting the the Buzz Me Girls in the photo. The mom version is making sure the current girlfriend is not taking over the monumental moment photos. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, my mom doesn't like women, as far as I can (laughs) tell. I don't know if you have an immigrant mom, but. I feel like it's just like she saw them as a distraction. So yeah, for you or women in general. Yeah, well, yeah. I think for me, for her boys, I think you know she had three sons. I think you know she's gonna be picky about the, you know she's also like came to America with a suitcase. You know what I mean? So any woman that I end up with, you know, gotta gotta have some some spirit in her. You know what I mean? Some fight. You know? No, I know what you mean. I have immigrant parents too. I think that they are more picky about the kind of people that my brother dates because i think they're more worried he'll choose the wrong people to date or like that he'll by, just kind by, of by wrong does, do they do you by wrong do you mean white like did, because i only <laughs> say that because you know like my sister-in-law is chinese and i and i know that her parents didn't approve of my brother for a while um i you don't know. think my parents have that issue but my parents cousin my dad's cousin I said my parents' cousin as if they share cousins. That's not yeah. true. I don't. I want to clear that up <laughs> quickly. <laughs> my father's cousin married a white man, and her parents didn't come to the wedding and were like actively mm-hmm. praying that he would die. Like they yeah, no, no, that, that to that's God totally. I definitely got the sense of my brother's wedding that my sister-in-law's mother wasn't ha- like wasn't happy at the wedding. She was there, but I think at one point she like left the wedding to like go cry in the bathroom. I could be wrong about that. Um, but that was just yeah, the vibe you were p- picking up. I think, I think, and usually my vibes are correct. I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty intuitive. I even think somebody might've said, I mean, here's the thing. If you're going to cry tears of joy, you cry, you cry it in front of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's at, at an event like that. But if you're going somewhere to like be alone to like mourn, I guess, um, you know, yeah. Why are you gonna hide? Why are you gonna like... hide tears? You know, <laughs> why are you gonna hide tears yeah. at a wedding? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not ever because you're happy for the couple. Yeah, I think you know? that white people weddings, like I always see them on Instagram, and I'm like, that looks so fun to attend. I feel like you're getting all these pictures. People are flirting, drinking. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. Every wedding I've ever been to for family has been the most torturous, dramatic event of all time at my aunt's wedding. What's your background again? My parents are both Indian. They moved to the U.S. for grad school. In the Sam, 80s. You know the, do you know the comedian Sammy Obeyed? He just posted a clip of him doing comedy at an Indian wedding. And he was talking about how Indian weddings last like for a whole fucking, like they last forever. Like they never yes. end. Yes. I know the it's like a saga. Yeah, they're so long. There's so many <laughs> events. It's like a sorority recruitment. Like I would liken it to that. It's that like exhausting and that much like shallow interaction. So mm-hmm. I've done both. And 
my aunt's wedding, my family's all over the world. Like I have cousins in Australia and my cousin in Australia punched my brother and then my dad pulled him off my brother. And then, then my uncle like came and like, that's his brother. No, that was his sister's brother, husband. His brother-in-law. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then my grandma started crying. <laughs> Not tears of joy. Those were public, public tears of sadness. And then my aunt, whose wedding it was, like had to whatever five minute break she got from festivities, like came and then like cussed them both out. And wow. I remember it was during my very first period, and I was having my very first period ever, like oh. in India at this wedding. It was just so much going on. Like I will never forget top 10 like most dramatic moments of my life oh my but, god do you think was your period triggered by all the violence <laughs> or, and the you know the up the the upheaval the energy or or do you think it was like did you know what it was when it came i knew what it was when it came i would say it wasn't actually my really my first period like i had maybe bled before but it was my first real one yeah. that like lasted a few days and like hurt and Damn. I also remember telling my mom and she was like, don't tell any of these older people because some of them are superstitious and really religious and will think that you shouldn't be in this temple for this wedding. And so I remember feeling like, like I was carrying a, a very vicious secret. You had to hide from the world, from the temple of, I, I don't know many of the Indian gods, but the one with the, the, the elephant with the many arms, you know? Yeah, Ganesh. Ganesh, you know? But I feel like Ganesh would have been cool with it. Elephants are chill. I think literally they would have been so cool with it. I think Yeah. I think all of religion is like that. Like the people in the stories, they were seeing some crazy fucking shit. So they would be well, they, good with They do say people from like thousands and thousands of years ago were always drunk or high. They did you know that? Because water for the most part was like not drinkable. So most of the time they would drink fermented drinks and stuff so they would always be drunk so you 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 see why they have you know like i don't know i, I don't want to get to like about religious religious like i don't want to make this about i literally was having this conversation with a buddy of mine yesterday he's afghani and we were talking about god and stuff and like i do believe in god however i don't like believe that there's like a religion that is one that is correct do you know what i'm saying and and we live in los angeles nobody wants to admit that they pray but they'll say shit like, I'm manifesting. I'm, speaking, I'm, yeah. I'm speaking to the universe. I have crystals. Like, what's the difference between crystals and, and like prayer beads or, or like having a candle lit? Do you know what I'm saying? Or like burning sage? Like, it's all the same shit because you need to have some sort of energy to, to make you feel better about whatever this is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like pleading to a higher power, but Absolutely. some of them are more organized and, than others. And I think it's just like every few years, like that shifts to a new thing because the yeah. stigma or whatever is different. But I think like, that's bro, very much true. You're praying, okay? <laughs> you don't gotta, you don't gotta hide from me, dog. <laughs> it's okay. You're talking to God. <laughs> that, that I found out because I, I, I said I was, I was talking because a, a good friend of mine is actually he's he's Christian. And, you know, he stays with me a lot. And I was like, you know, every couple of months, like I look to the sky and like I talk to the universe. He's like, bro, you're praying. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. fucking praying, dude. <laughs> you're People like, don't you're right. want to admit that they're praying. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I am praying. Shit. I do be praying. <laughs> Fuck. 
Mary? Kill. Fuck Mary, kill. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast, Pillow Fight. We're going to be doing Fuck Mary, kill. Let's go. The first one. Last week, Montana Governor Greg Gianforte signed a bill that bans TikTok statewide starting on January 1st, 2024. After the new year, for every day that TikTok or app stores make the app available on personal devices in the state, they'll face a fine of $10,000. In response, TikTok has filed a lawsuit against the state of Montana, citing that the ban violates the First Amendment. Number two, Target has faced scrutiny over the past week after announcing that they have pulled some Pride merchandise from their shelves and are moving other merchandise to less visible parts of their stores. They said this decision came after alleged volatile circumstances, including threats impacting their team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. Number three, despite being the number one supervillain in the ongoing WGA strike, Netflix has decided to up the ante and give us all another reason to hate them. In an email last week, the streaming conglomerate announced to its members that password sharing is now strictly prohibited and members who want to share their accounts with people outside their homes can do so at the cost of $8 per month, additionally to the one they're paying already. This change comes after Netflix reported their first net subscriber loss in over a decade last year. So TikTok Mm -hmm. versus the state of Montana, Target cancels Pride, and Netflix cracks down on password sharing. Fuck, Mary kill. What would you do? Okay, I'm going to fuck the Netflix story because I could hate fuck that story. We could do some very aggressive hate fucking. Um, I'm going to kill the Target story because it bothers me. I don't like, I mean, like, obviously it's bad. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if it's, if killing means like, I don't want to hear the story more of like, like that story is not a good story and it should be, it's like in the sense that I don't like what's going on over there. And then I'll marry the Montana ban because... Montana, while I have been, I have been to Montana, while it is a very conservative state, it is a beautiful state. Uh, and not having TikTok probably would encourage me to go outside and hunt because they do that there and enjoy the wilderness that Montana has to offer. However, I should just say, um, TikTok did change my career. So I would realistically would have, if I lived in Montana, I'd have to move because I'd still have to use TikTok. Or your option is to hunt and be, just become a Republican. Oh, exactly. Hunt and become a Republican. Yeah. I think that's their kind of, their goal is to kind of keep people from seeing stuff that wouldn't be in Montana otherwise. Right. Yeah. I feel like I would also kill the target canceling pride situation because all every level to it feels like annoying. One, I think yeah. the whole issue of like pride merchandise is like, just this corporation is going to make money off of like some demographic that is like fiending for representation already. So that already like kind of is weird. And then for, for target to move stuff around and then say, it's like, because it's impacting team members. It's like, if you really cared that much about these team members, like you'd pay them more, you know? Yeah. That's (sighs) yeah. 100%. So I think every layer of this is annoying and irritating to me. And I feel like Target get Target gets the Trader Joe's treatment in the media, where it's like this corporation that I think oftentimes people are like, oh, but they're so nice and I love them and like they're the best vibes. And that might be true, but they're still, you know. None of them are good, dude. Yeah. None of them are good. And I like Target. I shop there. But but like, 
And I, I mean, we just like, we got to use all this. Sh- we got to use everything that, that exists. I, I don't know how to like, <laughs> like, for example, like when, when people be like, you got to go live sustainably and it's like, all right, I'll take a, a water bottle somewhere. And like, okay, for example, Florida. Okay. They, Ron DeSantis is doing some wild shit with the, with immigrants. And he's also passing this bill uh, to um, basically allow the state to take away transgender kids from their family. So like you have somebody like Disney who is fighting back and, you know, you kind of like use the money, you know what I mean? To like fight back. So then I'm like, do I not do a show? Cause I have two shows in Miami. I have a show in Miami and a show in Tampa. So now do I not go to those cities because I don't agree with the politics of this state? Do you know what I'm saying? It's a complicated issue because like you performing in Miami is not you performing a private concert for Ron DeSantis. Like the people right. in Miami, the people in Miami are still people with like personhood and a lot of them being impacted by these bad policies. And I think that is so easy to just be like, fuck this state, fuck that state, like fuck everyone in this. But the, those people are being impacted so much more heavily. Like yeah. the marginalized people yeah. in Florida are like actually suffering from those things. 100%. So. And yeah, Damn, I think dude. like it's not it's not on us to never shop at Target again. Like, what are you gonna do? People need paper towels. It's on Target, Target to like start doing better shit with their money. You know, for some people in smaller towns, Target is like a day trip. Like that's like the fun thing to do is go to Target. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, and that was for sure a fun activity. We're going to Target. Like, I would save up my allowance, and then it would be like a big Target day, and I just spend all this money on like dumb shit. What were you buying at Target? What's the dumbest shit you bought at Target? (laughs) There was this nail polish that you'd put on top of like nail polish, and it would like start cracking, and it was just so ugly. Like looking back, it was like the ugliest thing ever, but it was a trend, and so people would buy it. And I would also go like ham in the dollars in the dollar section. Ooh, yeah, rich. You feel, you feel rich, feel wealthy. That's what it feels like to be a billionaire. You could buy all the cars you want. How, yeah. that's, what, that's what it feels like to be Roy, K- Kendall Roy, uh, <laughs> Shiv Roy, Kendall Roy, Logan Roy, Roy Waystar Royco. I literally just did an interview with LA Times yesterday about, because I'm, I'm doing like a little press tour for this, this special and they were talking about comedy specials and streamers and how streamers just aren't buying comedy specials fyi if and when you decide to put a comedy special out they probably will say no because just there's people more famous than me you know they don't really need to do that anymore like they can just see what's popular on youtube and then if it's good they'll just like buy it later you know what i mean um but i don't know i don't know where i was going with this there's like just a lot there's a lot there's a lot out there, you know? Yeah. Hence so, why you would hate fuck Netflix. Yeah, I hate fuck Netflix. I'd fuck the shit out of Netflix. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, you. <yeah. laughs> oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's moving stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that I would fuck the TikTok Montana thing. 
because there's a lot going on and I feel like it's like would be feisty and fun and it would be nice to not have to deal with it and live with it um sorry (laughs) (laughs) yeah it would be fun to just get in observe the chaos have a good time get out and then watch it marry someone else and be Mm. happy for them that I don't have to be a part of that anymore um feel that and then i would marry i guess the netflix thing because it's like the devil you know you know and you can kind of predict its bad qualities and work around them and kind of learn to live with them and it's just minorly inconveniencing and i guess there's it's doing bad things sometimes but it's not necessarily doing them directly to you you know, yeah. $8 a month is, is an inconvenience for sure. But we're living in the same household, so we wouldn't have to. Yeah. Have to so, add. so, so like if you pay $12 a month, any, I, okay. So then it's just an additional eight bucks. If they're going to use your password in a different home. I was going to ask you, obviously, I don't think that anybody wants to be killed, but if your name came up in a fuck, Mary kill, would you rather have people answer fuck or marry? Uh, fuck for sure. I think I'm, I think I'm really good at sex. So I want people to really enjoy that. So, you know what I mean? Own it. By the way, anybody who's really, really good at sex, like really good at it, you know, you're going to have, you know, when you're in the, if you're in a committed relationship, it's probably going to be like toxic or or difficult with that person. (laughs) If you're really good at sex, it's always going to be like that. If you're doing crazy shit in the bedroom, like, you know the problem is i've done so much crazy stuff that like um you know like there's so many things that are on my menu you know you just want certain things on the menu and i'll tell you what if you can't get if you can't get what you want on the menu at home you're gonna you're gonna find you gotta go to a different restaurant you're gonna have to go to a different restaurant you know what i mean yeah you gotta be well fed every once in a while you know like (laughs) if if you you know if if your favorite food is sushi you know i could eat sushi all the time but every once in a while, I'm going to want a cheeseburger or vice versa, you know? Would you rather, would you rather, would you rather? Let's play a game of would you rather. In honor of AAPI Month, Mindy Kaling has posted a since-edited Instagram caption that, re- that read, This year, I was honored to visit Washington, D.C. and celebrate at a breakfast generously hosted by Madam Vice President at Kamala Harris and Second Gentleman at Douglas M. Hoff. Forever solidifying the wonderful generalization that a lot of Jewish men love Asian women. Five minutes later, the caption just read, I love these two leaders and think they're a great couple in addition to being great citizens. Obviously, that's like a low tier publicity error compared to a lot of things that have happened. But would you rather be a PR person who is in charge of doing damage control for a post like that or the celebrity who is getting the main flack for it? You know, as somebody who just hired a publicist for the next couple months, I would rather be the publicist. I think because at the end of the day, you're not in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Your digital, your digital footprint, your footprint on the universe is smaller than, you know, because like if a, if a celebrity messes up, you know, as the publicist, you're not, you weren't there when they made that decision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so like you can have plausible deniability if you're trying to get other clients as the celebrity, 
if you do something like that, everybody's going to hate you. And that doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? I fear that in, in the last couple of interviews that I've done, it's for the first, I had my, I did my first little TMZ thing yesterday, which was, it was, it, it was planned out. Uh, now there's no guarantee that it's going to make the cut, but, um, they, well, I mean, I don't know if it was planned out. Basically it's like, you know, I was at the, I was at the airport a couple months ago and this guy came up to me and said, I'm a fan of yours, work at TMZ. Uh, any, this is my number. Let's exchange info anytime. You're flying in or out. Uh, we could we could set something up. We'll post it up. You got something to promote, and then we'll do like a quick little interview with you. Like, and then and lo and behold, like finally, I we set something up. I showed up yesterday to LAX, and they were there with a little camera, and they we were talking about we were literally talking about streamers and like, do they have the same you know and like my spec. It, it was interesting. So then I think, you know, should I say something crazy, outlandish that I don't even mean or? Like just just so it makes the news, like I gotta say some crazy shit, because that's that's what it is. Like the, the the publicity is really just the art of staying in staying in the public zeitgeist, you know, doing or saying weird shit. I was just gonna say, as far as what Mindy Kaling did, I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, I think she's a she's a comedian, dude. Yeah. Not not to mention, like, I feel like we have neither seen nor heard Kamala Harris in the last three four years, so. I don't know where she at, she's at or what she's doing, but you know, I'm you know I'm, I'm praying for her, talking to the universe for her, and I hope that things are good. You know, you didn't see that video of her where it looked like she was on like Adderall, alcohol. No, is that real? Weed at the same time. No, she always is like talks like that, like she's on some some incredibly fun co- cocktail of drugs. She's just a goofy gal, and I would be too if I was the <laughs> vice president, if I was the first Asian American black person, black vice president of a country that is like for sure 50% super racist still. You know what I mean? Are you stressed out? Yeah. Getting death threats yeah. all the time. So let her pop. She could pop a Klonopin every now and then. And does she have kids? She has stepkids, but not kids, kids. So she's you still know? tight. She's still girl bossing. <laughs> yeah. Like what I just said there, that, that's a PR, that's a PR issue. <laughs> <laughs> me referring to the vice, me referring to the vice president's coochie. That's a PR issue for sure. Okay. Well, she's definitely the hottest vice president we've ever had. I mean, you know, uh, would hit for sure. <laughs> I think that like a smaller scale PR thing, like the one that Mindy Kaling just had, where it was like a little like line that's like funny and maybe read wrong. It's easier to be the celebrity than the publicist because I'm sure the publicist is like sitting there biting their nails over this, and Mindy Kaling's like. I've faced bigger shit every oh, single day. Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. But like somebody's yelling at her publicist and like Mindy Kaling's probably like, what are you talking about? And it's like a stressful thing for that specific person in that day of the life of their job. I think if it's a bigger deal, then it's for sure worse to be the celebrity. But I also think at a certain point when you are a PR person and it's a big deal, you're like I've said this before on this podcast, like it always is so telling to me when someone's PR person quits like that. I feel like that's how, you know, they've really done some bad shit. Damn it. It's always upsetting you hear about famous people doing going off. And it's just like, you know, you got everything. Just go to therapy and just fix. You're spending all this money on all this other shit. Take like a couple months off, go to therapy, figure it out come back so we can fix it so that way you could keep earning your bread you know what i mean so 
Margot Robbie revealed in a recent interview with Vogue that Greta Gerwig's first choice for Barbie was Gal Gadot. A few months back, White Lotus star Haley Lou Richardson also said that she was in talks to play Danny in Midsummer, which is the role that put Florence Pugh on the map. Would you rather lose a career-defining role or opportunity to someone else or be the person who got the role and have people be like, ah, actually, like, I wish it was the person that the director initially wanted? I would, I would rather lose the career-defining role. I just, I just, um, there's always going to be some sort of career defining. You, de- you define your career, not somebody else. For getting philosophical about it, you define your career, and um, I mean, you, you're gonna like if you get a role that you like do well enough in, people are gonna connect with it and remember it, and it's gonna be special to a certain group of people. Like, like I, for example, what movie was it? Oh, like The Matrix. Like, do you know that Will Smith was supposed to be Neo in The Matrix? And then they pitched it to him. And then he was like, I don't really understand this. Like, the pitch is bad. (laughs) And then instead, he did the movie Wild Wild West. Now, do you think that Will Smith regrets not doing? Like, his career is immense. And the most number one defining. And and ironically, the number one defining moment in his whole life was slapping Chris Rock in the face at the... (laughs) Oscar. So it wasn't even a role in a movie. Like you could literally define your whole career at one moment. It doesn't even got to be a whole role. So, you know, Margot Robbie, who honestly, I, I, I'm glad she's Barbara. I prefer, I prefer her in the role of, of Barbie than Gal Gadot. Also, who's this, who's to say like Margot Robbie, she was really great in the, in the ice skating movie. You know, she's just, a, she's just a tremendous act. She's like really good at everything she does. She's like the, I, I want to go. I'm going to live. She's like the Meryl Streep of our generation. Uh, I, that's how I feel at least. If you saw her, if you saw her in uh, what was that movie, Babylon? Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, the movie in a whole was. I was like, whatever. But you know, she was so tremendous in that movie. Like every everything I've. I don't think I've seen her in one in one movie where she gives a bad performance. Even in, even in Suicide Squad, fuck Gal Gadot. It's funny because there were so many people that were supposed to be Barbie before it was Margot Robbie. And I think she ultimately is the right choice. When I was making that Would You Rather, I wasn't like thinking that she kind of people, people are happy. It's her, I think, generally. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be great. I'll go first. Uh, let's do it. Truth or dare? I'll kick it off with a dare. Why not? All right. Call in a bomb threat to LAX. And I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, all right. Okay. This is, this is, a, this is a, a simple one. Um, I want you to pick somebody on Instagram. Okay. I'm not going to tell you who. You could pick whoever it is. Actually, I, ideally, I'd, I'd like it to be somebody you have a crush on, but I don't. I don't want to have to expose okay. that. That requires a truth and a dare. <laughs> I want you to. It's like so, but essentially, I'd want you to pick one of these people, and I want you to scroll down to like five months ago and just like like two of their photos or something. Just like double tap two of their photos. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Get the I, ball rolling. Get a little flirting going. You know well, what I'm saying? I, do I? I do I? I can do that without. 
without revealing the person's name on here, can I, right? Or do you want me well, to Well, I'll tell you what, you you show me, but we don't have to say who they are on the pod on the podcast. Can it be like somebody I'm talking to? No, it's gotta be somebody. A or fresh, I'll tell fresh. you what. I'll t- it, it, yeah, I mean, I don't I, I when I wrote this down, it seemed more spicy but, but but like i wanted to be i wanted it to be somebody who'd be like why are they liking this yeah months ago? Huh. i'm trying to think because right now i feel like i have kind of nobody that is a crush that i haven't really reached out to engaged like yeah broken the barrier with mm. um um okay then let's do this one i don't know how many of these we do then we'll do a different one okay yeah, yeah. I want you to reply to the first five Instagram stories on your timeline. Like, so five people. Yeah. I just want you to write, OMG, this is sick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first one is, and it's a show That's poster, funny. her show poster. She says, I'm in this, and I also made the poster. So, oh, you're in so the I poster? <laughs> not, not me, but she, said, her, she says, I'm in this, and I also made the poster. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. The next story. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um who is it somebody that i know like friend of a friend of a friend who just got fired oh my god you gotta do it okay i said i'll explain later i guess but omg this is sick the next one is my friend's close friend story it's with one of those filters that's like what kind of bird are you okay omg this is sick this next one. <laughs> this next one is another close friend story. Somebody posting like a quote tweet of Taylor Swift <laughs> announcing that she was gonna have Ice Spice on her new album, like the remix of one of her songs. And the quote tweet says, I don't know if you know this, but your boyfriend was calling her all kinds of slurs on a podcast months ago. Oh my god, this is sick. OMG, this did you is know did sick. you hear that people are selling the water from the Boston show from Taylor, the rain. So like it rained during Taylor Swift's Boston show. They're selling the rain. So, and they like saved it in a jar or a cup and then they're selling it on eBay and shit. So funny. How much is it going for? I don't know. I have to Google it. I just saw a headline about that. People selling rain from Tay Swift. Dang. Let's see. Today, I was try to sell jars of rainwater. Uh, yeah, it's true. Oh, for $250. Fascinating. That's a lot of money for rainwater. Okay, the wow. last one. The last one is a picture of a guy I know who said, I'm trying to be the male Julia Louis-Dreyfus. OMG, this is sick. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I think that'd be great. I'd I'd like to be that. Yeah, that sounds like a phenomenal career. Okay. Mm. Five. OMG, this is six. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, sorry, yeah, I couldn't. My turn. I couldn't uh, like. That's okay. Stories. Um, truth okay. or dare. I'll go truth. Okay, this is like kind I'm of, of the silly and tame. Um, just if you could add one like stupid thing to the U.S. Constitution, what would it be and why? Mm. Like one thing that stupid thing that you think should be law. 
people who don't pull into the center of an intersection to make a left turn should have their license revoked immediately. If you don't pull, if you don't pull up when it turns green, immediate, immediately, immediately should be revoked. That's such what, an LA. Immediately like, should be revoked. One. I feel like I'm yeah. always behind people with license plates that are not California and they're like not moving into the intersection and they keep trying to wait for like a spot. And I'm like, yeah. you're never going to get that here. You yeah. have to go. You're going to have to go on the yellow light. So when you first started talking, I thought you were going to say that people who pull back, like pull backwards into parking spots should have something done to them. Oh, I'm but, not going to murder anybody. All right. Truth or dare. I'll go with the truth. Okay. Um, let's see here. Who? Okay. The, who was your, you don't have to name this person by name, but who was your worst sexual partner and why? Worst, like in terms of the sex itself? Yeah. Like why was the sex, like who was this person to you? Were they a boyfriend or was it a hookup? And then um, why was it so bad? Um, I would say in college, there was one really bad person that I hooked up with only once. Like we'd been talking for weeks and then we I just also realized once. this question could totally like ignite feelings of like open up old wounds and i'm sorry no no <laughs> for a, because for a woman it's different it's like well <laughs> i was completely blacked out assaulted well so yeah I'm, I'm not gonna go there i'm gonna go like bad sexual experience that is like kind of funny yeah for sure back. for sure um yeah for sure and so i i was hooking up with this guy who i found out like had been engaged in high school which random that's just, just a side note but um, we're hooking up. One, he's just so, so, so skinny that his like hip bones are hurting me. Like they are just oh, yeah. like no position that we're in. His hip bones are not actively bo- causing are... me pain. Yeah. Yeah. They're just not the, so that like, you know, that's geometry. not his fault. That's not his fault, the, but. The sextress, that, as they say, the sexual Tetris was just not. The sextress was not computing. Yeah. And then also he was so, so, so dead silent, like no sounds, no words, no nothing. And I don't know, like that's, it's hard. I also have ADHD. If you don't give me something to focus on, like, like something else to, I'm going to be thinking about dinner tomorrow and that's not going to be fun for anyone. So that was weird. And I asked him, I was like, so like, you know, are you, are you, do you like this? And he said, if I don't like it, I'll tell you. Damn. And, but you know, that's what it is, man. You, you, people just in college, like the young, they just don't be, I thought I knew how to fuck, <laughs> but I didn't know how to fuck until like, I was like in my yeah. late twenties, maybe early thirties, like really know what I was doing. Like, let me tell you something. The, the this is the biggest erogenous zone. Okay. It's right here. True. Okay. This is the biggest around right here. If you're not watching, if you're just listening, he's pointing to that big old brain. The brain. The, the what if I'm like pointing? I like took my this right here. <laughs> and she's like, okay. Well, it was great having you on. Um, no, but for sure the brain. And like, I I'm a big. I'm very vocal as far as like my dirty talk. And so. You know, I think I, I hooked up with a girl once. I think she like laughed at me during it because I think she had never had somebody talk so much during the the mm-hmm. experience. You know, 
but I don't know. I've, I have found that that is a good thing to do. Personally. I think it's better. It's also like you can work in the unsexy things and make them sexy if you're talking. Like there's so much of sex that's like funny and awkward that oh, yeah, you can yeah, yeah. make that part, that stuff be part like of a take this little hair off of my tongue, girl. I'm going <laughs> to flick this hair <laughs> over there, girl. This what I thought. Literally just like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then this guy also, I, after we, so it was in the dorm rooms. I was like, I got to go pee. I went to go pee. He says like, oh, it's like there's a unisex bathroom on my floor. I go into the bathroom at like three in the morning. Ooh. This like, this guy comes in the bathroom, starts screaming and is like, there's a girl in the bathroom. I was like, fuck, like, whatever. I ran back. What? I ran back to his girl room. alert, girl alert, girl <laughs> alert. Like what was like, what dude? Relax, bro. <laughs> and I ran back to the bathroom or went back to his, his room. I like knock on the door, whatever. He's fallen asleep. It's locked. It's fully locked. I I was not gone very long, maybe two right. minutes. He's fallen asleep. I bang and I bang. Eventually, like I just like I know I have friends in the building and I've thank God taken my phone with me to the bathroom. So I find someone else's <laughs> like room to like hang out in, basically until the night passes and then that starting that morning he was like pledging a frat and it was like hell week or whatever and the rules of that frat pledging was that they couldn't speak to anyone besides for class besides for school about anything that was not related to the frat like they had to only talk to people in the frat or like about the frat stuff so I had like left my phone charger and like my keys to my room and all that stuff in his room and i had to then go get like another guy an older guy in the frat to like go fish all my stuff out of his room for me because i was like not allowed to speak to him because he was taking the frat pledging so seriously so Goodness. it all made not for you, a pretty but, but bad like experience. the fraternity stuff yeah i'm sorry yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah. it's like funny it's a funny story in retrospect and yeah. um yeah I once had a girl I once had a girl a long time ago like she was giving me head and she had to like she was like rubbing the top of my <laughs> I, I like a like a genie's like a genie lamp and yeah and, uh, I don't know I'm not it just wasn't doing it for me I, I, I like yeah. I I've even seen like sex blogs talk about that like women are like men love this and it's like no they don't i don't think you can generalize i think that's a huge part of like the first time you have sex with someone new you're yeah. like kind of finding out what the last person that they were really hooking up with really liked that's really what it tells you yeah. all the things that they're just assuming that you're gonna want to do and a lot of times this thing's just not generalizable no I, I guess you're right i guess you're right yeah yeah so you gotta offer the menu and ask them what's on it ask them what yeah. they want off of it that's true yeah again not something you would find out if you don't talk <laughs> right no yeah the silent thing i think it's bizarre to be silent it's very it's it's creepy it's scary silent with like no music on too so it was like extra silent. no music on yeah. no weird yeah. truth or dare 
Uh, truth or dare. I guess I should do a dare because you did a dare and a truth and so did I, right? I'll give you one that's kind of up your alley. Okay. If you go in your notes app and find like something random in there, could you give us a musical performance with that as the lyrical text? Um, yeah. So let's see. I have a bunch of stuff here. Um, Let's go to the... Th- we could literally just go to my where is it creative thoughts feelings uh oh yeah it's funny because my girlfriend just walked in the 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 uh <laughs> the apartment and we were at dinner i, I want to say we were at dinner yesterday and she, uh, she pulled up a photo of her like there was this wedding going on and she pulled up a photo and she was like i fucked that guy that guy and then i <laughs> Gave that dude head all on the same night. And I wanted to do a bit about when your girl talks to you about her hoe ears. Yeah. And I think that'd be funny. Do you hear me talking about you? I got it wrong? <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? All right. So you fucked two of them one night and then what? Uh, one of them is separate night, and then you sucked another dude's random dick a different. Okay, great, cool. I just want to make sure we got that cleared up. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, let's just put a beat on. Let's. <laughs> okay, hold up. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the auto tune key for this one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yo. Friday night, we at the party. Makuchi. My coochie is throbbing. So many dudes, not enough time. I gotta get in there, gotta get mine. Gonna fuck two on Friday night. Gonna fuck another one Saturday. It's all right. And Sunday, gonna find a stranger. Gonna put his big dog in my mouth. Hell yeah, let's go. Let's go. We in the whole years. We in the whole years. Let's go. Thank you so much. Although I never really made it clear that I that it wasn't me in the song. Like now it sounds in like I ears. did all that in the song. <laughs> like I was in my ho ears. You know. Well, that's now you have a round of edits for the next version. Fantastic. Well, great. I mean, this was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed our time together. Me too. Thank you so much for joining me. Where can my listeners find you and give them info about your special because it will have just come out when yes so everybody please go to morganj.com comedy special is dropping wednesday may 31st 7 p.m pacific standard time and i'm also on while and out uh and what else have i done um (laughs) we're out there just google my name morgan j J a y and i'll see y'all there i see y'all there see y'all there thanks so much for listening Be sure to check out Morgan's new special and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this feed so you never miss an episode of Pillow Fight ever again. Love ya. Bye.